Welcome to Plugged Into Christ. I'm your host, Pastor William Polis. We are glad that you're here today and hope that you'll uh, tune into these podcasts uh, to grow deeper and stronger in the Bible. Today we're going to talk about um, Hezekiah, and this will be part two of that uh, this podcast. First, we're going to do a recap of where we were in pod, the first podcast with the story of Hezekiah. Hezekiah takes place in uh, 715 to 686 B.C. He was a godly king. He did right in the eyes of the Lord and was favored by God. He ruled for four years in a joint rulership with his father, Ahaz. Ahaz, Ahaz was a, a corrupt uh, king who uh, allowed idol and pagan worship to enter into the king to the house of the Lord. And then, and then his father passes away, and he then takes full control of the kingship in, in southern the southern kingdom, which is Judah, for 29 years. Hezekiah comes to the throne at age 25, and in 2 Kings 18, 5 through 6, uh, tells us that he trusted in and cleaved to the Lord so that no king was like him before or after. I'll give you a little recap of the divided kingdom, uh, which I covered in the first podcast. It began in 885 B.C. and lasted until 597. With the later date, being which the time which Judah and its capital Jerusalem were taken away by the Babylonian king, Nebuchadnezzar. During the time, earlier time, early periods, in the 800s, 700s, this was a time in which Assyria was the, the master kingdom of the Near East. They were the more powerful, the more they, they held the most land, and they uh, controlled the most uh, people between, we're talking about the areas between the Tigris and Euphrates rivers. They even um, had owned, they even owned territory north of that in what is now modern-day Turkey, and uh, they expanded their, their sphere of influence uh, all the way through to the Holy Land and even into Egypt. Then the Assyrians became weaker because of their wars with Egypt. And this is when you see the Babylonians then ascending to power. Um, and the, the full empire of the Assyrians just collapsed. Now the two kingdoms of, the divided, of that divided kingdom set was, the northern kingdom was Israel and its capital was in Samaria. The southern kingdom was called Judah and its capital was Jerusalem. The northern kingdom of Israel completely abandons God and this led to the Syrian attack uh, which carried away all of the people or most of the people of Israel. In 2 Kings 18.3 it tells us he, that Hezekiah did right in the eyes of the Lord. In verse, verses 5 and 6 Hezekiah trusted in the Lord so that there was no king like him before or after. Now keep in consideration that this, this is looking at God's favor, which is even more so than that of David or 
David's son, Solomon. Second Kings 18.6 tells us that Hezekiah clave or clung to the Lord and did, and did not part from keeping God's commandments which God had given to Moses. In verse 7 of that second chapter, 18th chapter of Second Kings, Hezekiah prospered whenever he went forth and he subsequently rebelled against the Assyrians, would not do that, would not give in to the Assyrians at all, uh, even going forth and uh, with armies, with their armies and destroying the Philistine cities, their walls, their towers. And the Philistine cities were a coastal, they were on the western coast of Israel and they straddled both Israel and Judah. Second Kings 18.4 tells us that he, Hezekiah, removed the high places and break the images and cut down the groves and break into pieces the raised serpent that Moses had made. For unto those days of the children of Israel did burn incense to it and called it Nehushtan. Now you see these two chapters in, this is 18 through 20 of Second Kings, is an overview of what King Hezekiah did. It's an overview of his of his kingship. But if you look at the other what we're gonna look at today, the other part in the Bible, Second Chronicles, chapters twenty nine through thirty two, um, twenty nine in particular covers more in depth of what Hezekiah did to and how he commanded and and got rid of the images Say help the help the Levites uh, with their sanctification of themselves, and help them get back to worshiping Jehovah God. Now later in another in the next podcast we'll be going back to Second Kings, between uh, chapters eighteen through twenty. Um, but for right now, we're going to talk about Second Chronicles. That would be chapter 29 of Second Chronicles, verses 12 through 19. We will. We won't be reading the entire chapter today of chapter 29, but we'll be focusing on verses 12 through 19. In not in a upcoming podcast, in later podcast, we'll be reading the entire as it would be needed to understand uh, more in depth of the whole picture. But what we're doing is we're taking a contrast between 2 Kings 18, which gives a little one verse that says that this is what he did as an overview in 2 Kings 18, and you go to 2 Chronicles 29, it expands it much broader and gives you a better in-depth look at what Hezekiah did. So we're going to begin in, in 2 Chronicles, chapter 29, verse 12, which reads, And the Levites rose, Melath, the son of Amashi, Joel, the son of Azariah, and the sons of the Korites, the sons of the Merari, Merari, Merari Kish, the son of Adabi, Azara, the son of Jaleel, and the son of Gershonites, 
Jonah the son of Zimmah, and Eden the son of Jonah. The sons of Elisaphan, Shimmeri, Jaleel, and the sons of Asmuth, Zechariah, and Methana. Now, in chapter, in verse 12 of Second uh, Chronicles chapter 29, we see here that there's Levite, Levite priests who are doing good work, busy work, needful work that is needed to be done for cleansing the house of the, house of the Lord. These people are employed in the work. They were priests and Levites who should be concerned about keeping the house of the Lord. And they did. And because they had not done so before, and they had gone lax, now they are commanded to do so under Hezekiah by direction to Hezekiah from the Lord. Notice that several Levites in, in verse 12 are, there are two from two of the three principal houses, which are Korath, Gushan, and Merari, and two of the family of singers, Asmuth, Heman, and Jurathan. In verse 13, and the sons of Elisaphan, Shimri, Angelil, and the sons of Aspeth, Zechariah, and Mathaniah. Now these are Levi, these are non-Levites who are these are not these are Levites, but they're not priests. They're not priestly. And what they're doing is is that they're helping out because they are uh, more zealous and uh, and active than the rest. And they are the ones who are actually going to go in and help um, clean out the temple of the pagan idols and actually physically clean the temple from its non-use over the years because it had gotten cobwebs and had gotten dirty because of its non-use. And this would have been under the uh, auspices of Hezekiah's father, And uh, so that he, and uh, he didn't use it. So there was there was a lot of work that needed to be done to clean it up and make it righteous and holy for the Lord to be there. Second Chronicles, um, verse fifteen tells us, and they gathered their brethren and sanctified themselves and came according to the commandment of the king, by the words of the Lord to cleanse the house of the Lord. Notice that this verse was stating that the Levites cleanse themselves first. They, this is what they needed to do. They needed to be cleaned first before they could even enter. And they came ready to obey the king according to the words of the Lord. Ready to do, once they were cleansed, they were ready to cleanse the house of the Lord. Verse 16 tells us, And the priest went into the inner part of the house of the Lord to cleanse it, and brought out all the uncleanliness that they had found in the temple of the Lord, in the court of the house of the Lord. And the Levites took it to carry it out abroad to the brook of Kidron. Now, when it says in there, in verse 16, 
uncleanliness. Now, most Bibles, there's a little notation that tells you, which is, it comes from a Hebrew word, which means to breathe. It was dust and dirt and junk that was in the, in the house of the Lord that needed to be cleaned out. And they took that and they dumped it into the kindred river, uh, the um, brooks of the Kidron. The temple of the Lord was also obviously dirty and dusty with cobwebs needing cleaning. Therefore, it is this is also what the Levites did, priests did, they cleaned out not just the pagan images and idols and breaking things that that were pagan, but they thoroughly cleansed the temple so it would be a place where people, uh, where the Lord, where the Lord could come in and be in and it'd be His house, it'd be a clean house without no idols. It would be completely clean. Now, verse seventeen and eighteen tells us. Now they began on the first day of the first month to sanctify. And on the eighth day of the month, they came to the porch of the Lord, so they sanctified the house of the Lord in eight days. And the sixteenth day of the, of the first month, they made it end. Then they went to Hezekiah, the king, and said, We have cleansed all the house of the Lord and the altar of burnt offering with all the vessels thereof and the showbread table with all the vessels thereof. Now, 18 is telling us that they began on the first day of the first month to sanctify, and it lasted eight days. Then they came back. Eight more days, and they sanctified the porch of the, of the temple, so it ended up being 16 days, and at the 16th day they ended, they went to Hezekiah, and they reported to him that they got rid of all, they cleaned everything. They cleaned the altar of the burnt offering, the vessels that were there. Vessels meaning things used to, to do the, the sacrifices. They cleansed those, and the showbread table, which would have been the table to have the feet, have the have the the bread and meat and stuff like that on it, and all those vessels thereof as well. Now notice in verse nineteen, it says, "Moreover, all the vessels which King Ahaz did in his reign did cast away with his transgression." We have prepared and sanctified, and behold, they are before the altar of the Lord. Sanctified in Hebrew means to consecrate. They consecrated everything. They only cleaned it. They cleaned it and they consecrated everything, making it holy before the Lord. So that when they sacrificed, now with minus the, the pagan idols, from King Ahaz and his uh, former reign. Um, now under Hezekiah, everything can be sanctified and everything can be cleaned. And that, those sacrifices that they would do would be 
pleasant would be sweet before the Lord. Verse 20. This is 2 Chronicles 29, verse 20. Then Hezekiah the king rose early and gathered up the rulers of the city and went up to the house of the Lord. So now he's, on this day, he's getting up early and now he's gathered the rulers of the city and he's going, he's taking them, I mean, he went up to the house of the Lord. He wants to see. And he's taking them, and this indicates probably taking them with them with him, so that they can also see what's going on, and that how how it looks. Um, this was very important to the to the Jewish people that the house of the Lord be sanctified and clean uh, in this in in the context of the Old Testament, because that's how they showed their, their with their sacrifices, their appreciation, and and their and. They wanted to talk and they wanted to communicate with the Lord. They would sacrifice. But everything had to be clean and sanctified in order to do that. And under King Ahaz, that was not so. He had allowed a lot of pagan worship to go on in, in the house of the Lord and which to you know, displeased the Lord very much. So today we're going to... Um, in our next, we're going to finish up here today. In the next uh, podcast, what we're going to do is we're going to go back to Second Kings, um, chapter eighteen. We're going to finish up there. So, I want to thank you for coming along and listening to uh, this podcast, and we hope that you'll be able to join us again next week. Will be part three of Hezekiah, the godly king. Uh, don't forget you can go to our website and you can listen to the podcast at any time. And if you're in the Lorraine County area, come and join us at the Lorraine Full Gospel Church located at 1900 West 19th Street in Lorraine, Ohio. Until that appointed time, God willing, I pray you'll be blessed with the rest of your day. May God bless you and keep you. This has been a presentation of Plugged Into Christ with your host, Pastor William Polis. This production is made possible through Plugged Into Christ, a podcast sponsored by Lorraine Full Gospel Church. Good night.